Wow. Okay. Hello, everybody. So, how's everybody been? That awkwardness of not doing this for a while. Um, so yeah, I've been gone for a little bit. I haven't done this, and it feels weird now. Some of you are probably not even aware that I've been missing doing this. Um, but yeah, I don't know how long it's been, truly. But I'm kind of excited to be back doing it. I like doing this. It's really fun to me. It's an enjoyment of mine. And I love all of you guys, so... Even if there's only, like, two people listening. I love you. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It's, it's been a, it's been a while, and in that time, a lot has happened. Midterms happened, and that, that's not fun. It's, it's never fun. <laughs> Ever. Um, and, like, where I go to school, like, it, it, our midterms last about two weeks. If you have online classes... You do them one week. And if you have in-person classes, you do it the other week. And long story short, all my midterms went great. But there was a lot of studying and prepping and preparing. Because midterm week doesn't mean that your school work stops happening. So you have normal school work and homework and classwork and coursework or whatever. And then... In the midst of all of it, you still have midterms going on. But all of my midterms came out extremely good, and I'm super blessed and thankful for that and grateful. Um, <laughs> but in the midst of all of this, me and my roommate also got sick. What is new? It is inevitable. It was just like an, a, a common cold. But it felt like, I mean, it's, it's still going on. Like, we're still both kind of like kind of sick um I still have a cough but it was a brutal two weeks of being sick in the midst of midterms and everything it it all happened at once um and in this time I also just kind of went into a slump where everything else was taking up my time so I didn't get around to podcasting or I just didn't feel like it and I just felt like I wasn't gonna force myself to do this no offense to you guys, but, like, I wasn't going to force myself. Like, this has always supposed to have been kind of a fun outlet. Things were going to be, things were always going to come first over this. And school was one of those. And with that being said, I'm back. In, and I feel like I'm in a better mindset. I'm not going to lie, though. I've just still been in a slump, and the slump is really, like, my mindset has really targeted on the podcast. I've talked to some of my friends talking about how, like, I just don't feel encouraged to do it anymore because I've never wanted to do it for the popularity or the number of views I wanted or... I guess you could say views or listeners. Um, I didn't want it to be based off of like how many people are listening as my success rate. 
but it has been very hard for me because I don't know what else to do to kind of get the word out and I want more people to hear because I truly want people to hear these things and know that this is how I feel about it to know that they are not alone and that these things are very common you know and so I think that's just keeping my mindset like it's just kind of put me in a spot where it's like do I really want to keep doing this is this really you know I'm I'm thinking of like is this really something I want to do in the future like how long is this gonna last how long am I gonna do this like am I am I gonna get bored of it or am I gonna blow up or am I just gonna suck at this you know like just beating myself up per usual but with that mindset it just caused me to not want to do it because I was like what's the point you know I want more people to listen and it's just it's a little sad I guess or not not sad that's not really the word I'm looking for disheartening I think is the word I'm looking for it's very disheartening because I'm like I I don't know what to do from here I don't know where to go I don't I don't know and this has been going on for a couple of weeks, whether it's thinking about my future or thinking about the podcast or thinking about a lot of things and going through and experiencing some things made me think about this more. And when I sit and I dwell on things too long or I sit and just think about them simply, I don't, I just sit there and I'm like, well, I've put myself in this hole. And now I can't stop thinking about it. And it kind of makes my mindset not the best place to be. Um, Which is perfect. Because that's exactly what our topic's about. (laughs) And our topic's about thinking about not knowing the future. I wanted to, like, call it fear fear of the future. But I've already done, like, fear of missing out. And it's not even, like, a fear. It's just, like, the uncertainty. Like, you're not necessarily afraid you were just like an uneasy feeling but before we start some of the I forgot to mention that there's some other things that's happened that's really caused me to like not feel so happy and in the end it it, it's good in the end it is good news But in the midst of all of the things that, like, I'm kind of was just going through, I was, like, in a little depressy, little depressed mood. And then I got the news that my grandfather was going to have a big, big important heart surgery, um, almost two hours away. (laughs) And I did not like that news. (laughs) Nobody truly likes that news, but... I heard the news and it was just like one of those things where it was like really for me it was like really God another thing to do another another one um but yeah I was really it was a lot for me to process and I'm not a person like when it comes to some things I don't know how to take like sad news or scary things like when people are in the hospital like when families in the hospital I'm not a person who knows. I hate hospitals. Oh, I hate hospitals so much. And I just have a huge fear of them. I 
and knowing that a family member's going into the big bad hospital, it just scares me. And and I don't know. <laughs> I was really sad and scared. I know I keep saying that because I really don't know how else to put it. I was just like, I was overwhelmed before, and then when I got the news, I was like, <laughs> great. <laughs> Not the phone ringing. Oh no. <laughs> this is funny. You can hear my mom in the background talking. I took a long pause because I was like, who's on the phone? Who isn't? That's just normal, okay? My, you know, I used to, I would want to edit that out, but now I'm just like at the point where it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I truly don't care. We're going to keep going. Um, but yeah, with that, in the end, the surgery came out excellent. The doctors were happy. The doctors were surprised with the results. And he is feeling the effects, but he is feeling a lot better. But yeah, now on to the actual topic. And if there's more interruptions, there's more interruptions. I don't know what else to tell you guys. <laughs> what is new? <laughs> um, but I wanted to start with, like, you know, when I say the topic, maybe some of you were like, oh, what do you mean not knowing the future? What does it mean, just not knowing? And I obviously get on Pinterest when I need some inspiration. And if you don't do that, you must be doing really good in your life, I guess. Or really bad. One of the two. But I was trying to figure out, like, how to put it in words. Because some people claim that I am really good with describing things and wording things, but I don't think I am. So sometimes I have to be like, oh, that makes sense. That's exactly how I'm feeling. So somebody else might type it up. And I'm like, yeah, I, I agree. And this one was like, sometimes I get so far into my head that I forget anything else exists. And that's exactly how I want to describe it to you guys. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you get so far into looking into the future, you'll be looking at your future like five years ahead. And I'm like, I'm like, baby girl, that is not what you need to be doing. And then I sit there and I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is fantastic. And it's just a spiraling effect. Like, it's one of those things where you don't know what to do. But it's just... And and it's one of those things where you have to, like... You have to find something to help you snap out of it and get out of that cycle. Get out of that headspace. And it's... Mm. Here's another one. And as terrifying as the future may seem to be, I hope you can also believe that maybe it will also be beautiful... Not perfect, but beautiful. And you will realize that all along, even in your most uncertain moments, you were still being prepared for all that was ahead. And that's just one of those things where I 
The first quote is really talking about how you feel at the beginning. And at the end, that last quote is how I hope you can feel looking back. And I watched a video, and I'll have it linked, but it was a motivation. It's one of those motivational ones on YouTube. <laughs> but it, it was really nice to hear. It, I really don't want to butcher his name. Um, but his first name was Vashin. And he is from an Indian culture. He's from India. Some part of India. Not He never specified. But anyway, he goes on to talk about, like, not knowing and having anxiety about the future. And when you have this, it kind of ties in with setting goals. And me personally, when somebody tells me to set goals, I want to punch them so bad because I hate setting goals I'm sorry I do and that causes me to go into an endless spiral again and he was talking about identifying what's a good rule in your life and what's a bullcrap rule that society has made you feel you need to have I'll give you an example he proceeds to give some examples but I started thinking about examples he gave some cultural examples indicating that in India, his cultural mindset was supposed to be like, oh, he had to become a successful lawyer, a successful like computer science major, a successful like engineer. He had to be these like, he had to major in these things in college to be considered successful and not a deadbeat son. And that's not true. And he, he goes on to talk about that. And I really think that you should watch the video because it really explains it. He breaks it down really good. But I took a key point and I kind of came up with my own like bullcrap rule. And one of those is going to college to be successful. That is a bullcrap rule that society has made you think. It's not true. It's not. Okay. A lot of people that are successful in the world don't go to college. Now, in high school, a lot of adults hated when students talked about this. I've heard countless guys when I was in high school talk about like, well, do I need to go to college? Because there's a lot of people that don't go to college and they're successful. And I, there would be some teachers who, there will be some people in your life or along your life that will tell you, Yes, you need to go to college. You will never make it if you don't go to college. And those people are feeding you bullcrap. <laughs> that is not true. Like, go to college because you actually enjoy learning. Or you truthfully have something you want to do in the future that you need to learn some more information about. Okay? You definitely, like, here's an example. You're like, I find it very interesting, the brain. I think it's so cool. I want to help people with it. Whether that's, like, psychologically or literally physically, like, surgeon. And you can't just go in. You know you can't just go up and walk into a hospital and be like, I'm going to perform a surgery on this person's brain. 
you know, you can't do that because you don't know everything you need to know. That's an, I mean, that's the mindset that you're like, okay, I need to go to college. But if you're like, I'm content. I didn't like high school. If you didn't like high school, don't do college. Don't. There's no point in it. Like, that atmosphere is not your favorite. And that's okay. That is perfectly fine. Like I said, it is perfectly fine. Okay? Don't put yourself in a situation or do something that you're not going to feel good about. Now, don't obviously go through your life thinking that you're automatically going to hate it when you haven't even tried it yet. See, there's there's a pro and a con to everything, but he goes on to talk about if you have, it's the weirdest thing because when you have a fear of the future, you tend to ask a million, you're asking yourself a million questions, but they're not really the important questions. He says, question everything. And when he said it, I was like, well, that's what got me into this predicament. Ask the questions that deep down you always wanted to know. And it could be the most random questions. Like, unrelated to your future. Sometimes asking random questions is the best. Asking yourself random questions. Not to deal with success or futuristically. But here's the cool part. When you ask random questions that about your daily life or just things that you have experienced, whether it's dealing with nature or natural phenomenons or political things or educational things or anything dealing with that, like asking a random question like, why are they getting away with that? Or why are they saying this? Or... Why are we not fixing this? Or, you know, going on and on. Why does the earth do what it does? Like, you know, like a ton of questions. What's funny is he goes on to talk about how, like, when you ask yourself these questions, you start realizing what you're more curious about and what you find interesting more. And that then proceeds to lead you down a path of, I want to know, I want to do this, I want to figure this out. And you start seeing what you truly want. And it's very scary because obviously if you're in high school, you're expected, by the end of high school, you're expected to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. That's not, no. No. That's another bullcrap rule in my opinion. But, that, it's very difficult. You will change your mind. Okay? Your future is not set as soon as you're born and it is not planned out until you die. It is not it does not work like that. I'm sorry. I was reading oh my goodness, I was reading a book and I think I've talked about it before, but it was talking about like one thing can alter your future. And then a few days later another thing can alter what just like okay, let me figure out how to word this. Something along the way can alter your future. Okay? Say it happened on a Tuesday. You did something that altered your future. By Thursday, you can do something again that altered the results from Tuesday. Do you see where this is going? That 
proves that in the future you can't plan out your future. To an extent, you can make an outline, but you can't plan your whole future out. And even if you do, it's not gonna go that way. I'm telling you right now. No. Mm-mm. The mindset he goes on to talk about changes everything. It changes everything. When you start doing things for you, it changes everything. You can't base your future life off of tallies or this or that motives, okay? What I mean by that is you can't go your whole life being like, okay, I'm going to get all my good grades in high school. That way, I can get into a good college. And then, from there, that will let me be able to choose, do I want to do this or that? I'm giving two choices only. I've decided in high school that I'm either going to be a business major or agro-science major. That's it. That's all I'm going to, you know. And then once I get into college, I'll be able to figure it out from there. And then I'll choose one of those. And whatever I choose, I will go to this uh, grad school or this grad You know, like going on off of, I got to do this in order to do that. I got to do this in order to do that. And when I do this, I can do that. You see that this and that motive? And then the tallies come in where it's like, okay, I've checked off that. I've checked off that goal. I've checked off getting a 4.0. I've checked off getting this. I'm getting that. You can't do your future life. You can't. You can't do that. Sorry. It's against the rules. The imaginary rules. And like I mentioned about the questions. This is that thing where it's like, Asking the questions. This is something you need to ask yourself. Is what you are doing, like what what you're doing right now, something you want to do or what others want you to do? And you're like, what do you mean? Like, you can't do this to me. Like, I don't, I don't get it. What you're doing right now, is this something that you have decided or somebody else has decided for you? There is a lot of people that I have met, I have seen, where they are doing something because somebody told them to do it. They are doing something because it's a generational thing. My father was a lawyer. His father was a lawyer. I magically have to be a lawyer. You see, no. that That is, no. We see it in the movies where the girl or the guy, they're pursuing this this is usually how it goes. They go to a big city pursuing something that has been in their family for generation after generation. And they're doing it, but they're miserable. And they secretly like poetry, secretly like writing books or art, which is, you know, might I add, it's deemed disappointing and unsuccessful to do those stuff. But, you know, somebody's got to do it, in my personal opinion. And if you want to do it, you can do it. I don't care. But, you know, they go through the movie and they're like, they're just having a fight amongst themselves. They're just having this huge midlife or life crisis, mental crisis, I don't know. But they go through the whole movie and at the end they're like, finally deciding to let themselves be who they want to be, you know. You can do that now, okay? And he, in the video talks about something that I've never thought about because 
I don't know. And this kind of makes sense going back to the whole cultural thing. He calls it cultural scape or conscious scape. And it's a safety net mechanism. In history, we've had to protect ourselves so that, so we had to make rules. Okay, so here's an example. Like in history, we've had wars and we've had all these diseases. And with that came creating these rules. An example is in the wild, you know, being in the wild and having to do things to protect ourselves from the wild, from nature, from animals. And and this, he talks about how it leads to the mindset, like, you get a good education so that you don't have to uh, work a crappy blue-collar job. And I was like, oh, wow. You know what? There's some people in life that they want to do that. They enjoy doing that. That is fine. And you're like, well, I don't enjoy it. Okay. What do you enjoy? And with this comes that whole nine times out of ten people are going to talk about, I need to make money to, you know, this and that. Okay. This job doesn't have to be permanent. I've went through my life through jobs and my parents have always reminded me that this is not permanent. This job is not permanent. You know, you have to do a job during high school or during college and you hate it or you don't. But if you do hate it, just remember, it's not permanent. These things are not permanent. Your future, might I add, is not permanent. (laughs) Remember that. You know, the whole like YOLO thing where it's like you only live once. Yeah, because your, your future is not permanent. Your future changes again. And... He proceeds to go through, like, what questions you should ask yourself. And you don't have to. You can. You can sit here and write it down. It's up to you. But the number one thing, and I love, love this. The number one question, what experiences do I want to have? What what do you want to experience in life? Many people be like, I want to experience love or I want to experience this or success. I want to experience traveling. I want to experience going to other countries, you know, on and on and on. That's perfect. That leads you to kind of understanding yourself. It's one of those where you understand yourself now and that way, you know, be in touch with yourself. Because I think that's your number one step is being in touch with yourself. Not anybody else, yourself. And the next question is how do I want to grow? How do I want to grow whether that's grow as a better person or grow to become or grow to experience these things? And the last one is how can I give back to the world? And I was like, when he said this, I was like, why would I want to give back to the world? And he's, it's proven. And I, when he said it, it made sense. Gandhi, which is very popular in Indian culture, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Gandhi talks about how it makes you happy to make other people happy. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause then I started thinking about other people 
And I was like, I know several people that I feel like that's not true about. <laughs> and in the end, I started reflecting just on myself because this is a reflection on myself. When I write these topics, nine times, honestly, ten times out of ten, a hundred percent of the time, I'm talking to myself. It is a self-reflection on myself. But it was, when he said it, I was like, I don't know about it. And then, I, like I said, I looked at myself and I was like, yeah, the moments that I was really, I was, I was happy and it was because other people were happy and sometimes that might not have been because of me, but it could have been something that I helped with and just seeing that made me happy. And it's the weirdest thing. Humans are like this, whether we want to believe it or not. We are happy when other people are happy. And some people are like, I don't know, my ex was happy when I was sad. And I was like, well, that's not really a good example to use, but you, you know, um, you know, uh, next question. And I was just like, okay, here's my own personal experience because I always want to talk about this to you guys. It's like, I'm at a point where I'm like, is this what I really want to do? And you will always go through your whole life thinking this, okay? There will always be that voice in the back of your head. Even if you are successful, married, have kids, and you're doing great in life, you're going to be like, is this what I really want to do? And I'm like, huh. Like, okay, well, that's nice to know. It's nice to know that that's my future. I'm going to always think this. Yes, you are, but you've got to remind yourself. You've got to, you've got to fix, you've got to remember your own steps into fixing it. Here, here's what I wanted to talk about because I always do. What are the signs and symptoms? Like, what are something, like, you're like, I don't know if this is what's really bothering me. And it might not be. You might have a, something completely different going on in your head. You might be scared or you might be worried or anxious about something completely different. And that's Okay. But if you're kind of like, well, maybe this is something that's just been bothering me. Maybe this is why I've kind of been off lately. And the symptoms include, like, I looked it up, like, and it's actually called anticip wait, hold on, anticipatory anxiety. I could have butchered that. Hold on. No, anticipatory anxiety and I was like "Mm, what the heck is that and it's the it's anxiety related to something and you're anticipating you're constantly anticipating the worst or the you know what's the future gonna look like you you're already thinking about things not in the now and it causes you to have difficulty concentrating and it really messes with your emotions it you have trouble Lack of interest, a feeling of this like numbness, just like, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm just going to sit here and stare at the wall, stare into space, you know. And I'm not sitting here like I'm a doctor and that's exactly what you're dealing with. And you listen to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I have this. I don't know. I don't know. I truly don't know. But I deep dived into what I was feeling and this really makes sense and it might be. Or it might just be you just have, you're just nervous about the future. Like, take my 
Dr. Chloe brain with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about, like, what can I do? Like, Chloe, what can I do? And I'm like, oh, okay. Talk to a professional. <laughs> that is your number one. If you feel the need that it is getting pretty bad and it's messing you up really hard and it's causing difficulty with yourself and others too, but more more importantly yourself, definitely talk to somebody who is a trained professional. Love you guys, but definitely don't go off of just my podcast or other podcasts. But establish what you're what you know. This has always been something like when I was always nervous about something, my dad would always be like, "Okay, what do we know?" And I'm like, when he would ask that, I was like, "What? Now is not the time." And establish what you know now. You know that, well, I know right now this is what I'm doing and this is what I don't like and this is what I do like. Establishing where you are right now in life. See, from there, you can see what you can control and what you can't control. Also, in the midst of all of this, acknowledge your feelings, okay? Because in all of this time, a lot of us want to close this off and be like, oh, this is just, okay, whatever. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And then we don't want to deep dive and figure out why we're feeling this way. So acknowledge your feelings. It causes you to want to know. Um, surround yourself with people that make you happy and laugh. Because I know this is the weirdest thing, but for me, whenever I'm scared of the future and whenever I'm worried like I'm doing the wrong thing, I want to be around people that are going to distract me for a little bit and make me happy with myself right now, what I'm doing right now. That doesn't mean go be around people that are going to make you make destructive decisions, personally, because this is a time where you can be slightly vulnerable. And find some source of encouragement, whether that is through another person, Pinterest, because, you know, some kind of educational encouragement, you know, find some source of encouragement to keep you from going into that dark place. Pep talk or self-talk yourself. Here's some examples. When thinking about futuristic scenarios, is this a realistic possibility? Ask yourself. Stop thinking about what if, like, stop thinking, this is the number one. I have had to do this so much, and I promise you, this actually will cause you to take more risk or do more things. Stop thinking, what if it doesn't go good? And start thinking, what if it turns out good or even great? We do this a lot. And I promise you, switching the scenario, switching this dialogue will work wonders. Talk about it. Like I mentioned, talk about it. Talk to a professional, non-professional. But when you talk about it, you acknowledge it. See, those go, those go hand in hand. Ground yourself. It's back to that whole like establishing what you know, establishing what you're doing. Do look up grounding ex- exercises. They're a real thing and they work wonders. Okay? They did. 
know that you were, I mean, I tell you every time, but know that you're not alone. This is something that most human beings, I would say, obviously, I would say, actually, hold on, 100% everybody. It's just a human nature. It is a part of human nature to do this. Okay? It is, I think it is a natural mechanism within humanity. And that is, I think it's also, the reason why I say it's part of humanity is it's part of a nurturing complex of needing to know the next step and and other to take care of their offspring. That's that's where I'm getting this from. That's why I think this way. Knowing that you're not alone, obviously, is just something that everybody tells you. But, like, this proves, okay, if you're ever feeling, like, upset with yourself for feeling this way or for thinking this way, I just want you to remember and remind yourself that... You should be patting yourself on the back. And you're you're like, uh, Chloe, why? Because this proves that you care about yourself. <laughs> and you're like, hold on. What? Because I know, as soon as I said it, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> when you start feeling this way, just know. It's because you actually care about yourself and you you care you want yourself to be happy and in the midst of all of it you know that you you deserve to be happy yeah and you do you deserve to be happy And if your future looks different than somebody else's, that's fine. That's the whole point of everybody being themselves. Your future can be more bumpy than the person beside you. Does that mean that they're more successful? Absolutely not. Your future will take some heavy turns that you feel like you were dealt a unlucky card. And that might be true. But if you keep that mindset that I don't deserve feeling this way or I do deserve to feel this way, reminding yourself to put yourself first. And I know that's scary. I can't relate to a lot of people who might be dealing with some cultural things or some personal things or just dealing with their own family and how their own family operates. Financially, I I can't, I wish I could sit here and have somebody to talk to every single person dealing with every type of situation, but that brings me back to the whole thing of not to hurt anybody or step on anybody's toes, but there's that thing where I told you where everybody is different, that makes you unique. Is it, is it right? No, but Here's the cool thing. Everybody will go through something completely different. And somebody's like, well, I don't know. There's a lot of people that have the same. No, I think every single person, every single person, I think this is my own religious point of view, but I think 
every single person will go through something different. And it might be the most micro size difference between somebody and somebody else, but it is different. And those two people, those two people will feel differently. It goes on and on and on and on. And I could talk about this forever. Just like every single topic I talk about, I could talk about forever. There is a limit, but that's something that everybody will feel. But I think if you can stop like I, and listen to this, it'll be a good way to be like, maybe, hopefully, this might be a little motivational. Um, I've seen a lot of people in my life closely here lately who have kind of been in this area, me included, where you're, you're in that part of the semester, if you are in school, you're in that part of the semester where you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. Everything seems to like, and when you get in this mindset, every single thing, the smallest amount of things start to make you just like, so mad, so upset, your emotions are on a high like, this is the part where, this is the part of the semester where everybody's crying because they're just like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know what to do. And in the, in the video, I forgot to tell you guys, he talks about setting goals. And that's it. That's what a lot of it does. In my opinion, when people are talking about the future, a lot of times goals are talked about. And I feel like that's a completely different subject at all and that's the funny part is because what it's crazy is last week or the week before I was gonna do a podcast episode and I was like oh yeah I have it I have it I'm totally I was in my like academic warrior feeling like I was like oh yeah we're gonna do our topic on goals as you can see that did not work out but what's funny ironically we chose a topic or I chose a topic that kind of goes hand in hand with goals and goals might be talked about later I don't know when it's it's always whatever I'm feeling like in my life at the moment and I felt like this is perfect because we are halfway through the semester and we're at the end of the year too and it's close to that time where people are making making new things that they want to do the next year they're thinking about like okay, I want to start next year doing this. And a lot of people might be like, well, it's not even January yet. It's not even December. I understand, guys. I understand. But it is towards the end of the year. And in my personal opinion, October, November, and December just run together. And it's just one big month anyway. So with that being said, like, it's it's that time where you're like, okay, I've went through a lot of crap this year. Mm-hmm. And that last quarter of the year is always one of those where you're just like, I am ready for the new year. I am ready for a new slate. This is, and that's where this feeling of like, I don't, this uncertainty of the future. But in the end, remember what you can and can't control. Okay. Because in the end, you are still human. And as much as society builds us up as these strong creatures or these strong beings we are still pretty fragile things (laughs) pretty fragile individuals and that's okay (laughs) no accepting that is good um but as always if you 
need somebody to talk to, reach out. The podcast DMs are always open. My personal DMs are always open as well. Okay? Might I add. Um, spread the word if you can. But I love you guys. And I hope whoever needed to hear this got to hear it. And until next time, you stay safe and love ya.